This is the OTP presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Healthcare coverage from Farm Bureau Health Plans is like an extra set of pads when you need them the most. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. With Amy Wells, I am Mike Keith. We are at Nissan Stadium in the Titans Radio Suite. Mike, this place is nice. It's cavernous. Why don't we hang out here more often? I've been invited in here a couple of times. But generally, they, they kind of then ask me to leave. They have me in, do whatever they ask me to do, and then they're like, okay, thank you. Escort you out. Yes. No, this is really, I mean, there's a lot of room for activities in here. There's a very nice food setup. There's no food in it, but the setup is spectacular. Well, it's nice on game day. You know, all the different clients and partners with Titans Radio hang out in here. and We miss out on everything fun because we have to work Work on the game, game. Days. yeah. Like yeah. all the best parts we miss. Not all the best parts. Well, some all the of, food parts. Some of the best parts. I end up with a granola bar. We have more than a granola bar in the booth. No, you can't say that's true. Well, if there's you candy. Up, well, I, I have snacks. Yeah, there's candy. Various. A lot of sugar. It's a lot of sugar. What, I mean, what do you want? Sugar. Vegan something or other? No, but like maybe a hamburger. Well, you can get a hamburger at the concession stand. I do that sometimes. I'll just go to the concession do stand. Do you really? Yeah. People are like, hey, aren't you that guy? Shouldn't you, you be, be somewhere? A, aren't you that? You know. Man, I would throw down at the concession stands at Nissan Stadium. Yes. They have legitimate food I know. It's from good. some of my favorite places. It's good food. Yeah, yeah. I, and the hamburgers are outstanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes if I'm just dying for a burger, I'll just go to the concession stand. I didn't know this. I've been here a long time and never considered that option. Never considered the option. Hmm. All right. First preseason game in the books, backups on backups. Pretty good overall performance for the Titans. Didn't see roughly, I guess, a fifth of the team. The majority of the team that would be considered a starter, we didn't see. Falcons didn't play their big guys either, so it's hard to make big judgments. It's as if Rashad Weaver, who was on Titans Countdown on Titans Radio, and I guess that feels pretty smart right now that we had him on there, and and he played really well, but he was not being blocked by somebody who's probably going to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Correct. But being able to see what someone like Rashad Weaver was able to do in a game situation where you're reacting to what you're seeing in front of you on the field is very encouraging. It's, It's very exciting. It's very encouraging, and it's very encouraging, A, that the Rashad Weavers of the world could carry it from the practice field over to a game. Correct. And you don't ask who's put in front of you to block you. You get who you get. Your job is to win. And he won consistently in the course of the ballgame. So while I don't want to diminish his performance, I certainly also don't want to say he's now Julius Peppers. Right. <laughs> you know, so there, there's a balance. And the nice thing about that game is I think we saw the Titans have some depth. I think we saw the Titans have some promise at some different spots because, Amy, some of those guys are going to play this year, whether they want to or not, due to injury, they're going to be out there in a situation where they have to win. And I think we see this is a deeper football team maybe than what the Titans have had in potentially some time. 
Absolutely. I think in the first preseason game, a lot of what you're looking to see is a general understanding of what the team is trying to accomplish, if that makes sense. Yes. It's like the first test when you're in school. Like, you haven't learned a ton of stuff yet. You're just trying to make sure that everybody's on the same page and we're moving in the right direction. And I think that what we saw against the Falcons is that the Titans have a lot of pieces that are on the same page, that are heading in the right direction. And there's a lot of young guys on this team, some fresh guys on this team, who are picking up what the coaches are teaching. Right. And I think that that's a good sign. I think that that means that the Titans can now start to build on that foundation that they've set. And that building's going to happen in Tampa against the defending world champions. I like the opportunity to go from that step to the next step, which would be the practices. Because I think you're going to see, A, a lot more starters back. We've seen them back in practice already as we get ready to go to Tampa. And so that's good. So you're going to get some work from some of the guys you're going to count on on Sundays starting September the 12th. The second thing is, can the younger guys build on it? Rashad Weaver, for example, can he take that performance and build on it? Because the whole thing, too, is when he gets in the game Saturday night, Tampa's going to know exactly who he is based on the fact that he played really well against Atlanta eight days earlier, and they will have seen him on the practice field. So he's no secret. Right. He's no mystery at that point. And can he follow it up? I think he's just the best example of that. All right, Amy Wells. The OTP presented by Farm Bureau Health Plants. Time now for OTPQs, which can be submitted by going to TennesseeTitans.com slash OTPQ, and you can register a thought, a comment, a question, whatever you want to. And we wanted to get a bunch during August. We want to do one on like our few on every show. That's yeah. the idea. Well, we want to make sure that going through training camp and this kind of ramp up to the regular season, we're talking about the things that you guys you want to talk, talk about. about. Right. Yeah, because you and I can muse about a series of things that nobody really cares about. So let's just get on with the OTPQs. This one is from Reed in Nashville. He asked, with the league going to a 17-game regular season, how much concern is there within the organization and within the locker room about wear and tear? Do you think the league is going to have an injury epidemic? How important is load management going to be going down the stretch? Load management is huge, but load management doesn't change in the least due to the fact that I think they know, the Titans know and completely understand that it's still a 20-week season. The training camp is not what it once was. The practices during the week aren't what they once were. I think that's one of the reasons you can go from 16 to 17 games because they don't hit in training camp like they once did. They don't hit during the week like they once did. So I think load management is extremely important, but I think that's something that Mike Vrabel knows a lot about. And I've tried to get him to talk about this. Is his understanding of load management so key based on the fact that he played and that he played into his 30s? So does he get the whole load management argument better than your average coach because he knows what his body was going through at that time. He'll talk about it a little bit. He'll get into it some, but it's clear he gets that. And Todd Torricelli, who's in charge of the, of the training staff, they all really understand that. I don't think that's going to be a big issue for the Titans. I don't think there will be a league-wide breakout of injuries. I will say, Amy, I do think some teams will handle it better than others. I do, I do believe that. 
it is obvious during even training camp the way that they are really paying attention to players and making sure that they're pacing themselves because half of load management as we talk about it is saving a player from himself because guys want to go all the time so to have guys like Todd Tricelli and the coaching staff that understands it and that players trust have their best interest in mind is a really powerful thing. Well, Frank Perino and his strength staff and everybody involved, the doctors, uh, everybody involved has a, a vision of that. And it's why one of the things you don't see is you don't see Derrick Henry in a lot of team drills early because they don't want somebody to fall on his ankle. Right. Right. That's the the only reason. It's not because he doesn't want to get hit or they don't necessarily want him to get hit. I don't think they mind the contact part of it. I think they mind the superfluous accidental kind Those of thing. Those freak accidents right. that happen that, in every training and camp. And we've seen it already in the NFL. We've heard about it in college football practices. That's a big, big deal. And listen, all of this, every bit of this is about Sunday, September 12th. It's, it's just – It's just let's get there with as healthy of a team as possible. Here's another one. TJ from Vicksburg, Mississippi. I've been there. Well, there you go. Maybe you guys can hang out later. He asked, the Titans have had some underwhelming receiving cores in the last 10 years, but is it safe to say that this one may be one of the hardest position to make cuts at this year? Yes, because it's going to affect other places on the roster. If you keep five, it's one thing. If you keep six, where does a spot come from? If you keep seven, where does a spot come from? And then how do you allocate those spots towards the 48 on game day? I think it's a big deal. I think they could attempt to keep a greater number of wide receivers on the practice squad. I don't know if they'll get everybody through. You know, I don't know that everybody will – Will remain with the team. Well, I mean, somebody, some people who get cut that they hope to re-add to the practice squad because you can do, you have more flexibility with the practice squad than you did at one time based on the 2020 rules continuing. Uh, but, I mean, some of these guys are playing good enough football and you're not going to be able to sort of, you know. Hide well, them. Well, hide them is a nice way to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, there's some – there are several NFL receivers, in my opinion, on this roster, so not everyone will end up with the Titans. Yes, to, to his question, it's, it's as good a group depth-wise as I've seen in a long time. That's great for the Tennessee Titans. That's awesome for fans. All right, moving on. Andy from Lenore City, Tennessee. He says, hello, OTP. In April, y'all did an episode on the proposed Nissan Stadium renovations and East Bank development. Are there any updates to that? I'm sure these talks take quite a bit of time, but it seems like nothing has come out since April. I know this isn't a football question, but I would like to know anyway. It's a football question to us Mm -hmm. because what happens here at Nissan Stadium is going to be a big deal for the franchise going forward. I would anticipate that you will hear more on this in the next few weeks. I think you will hear a lot more about what the overall plan is sooner rather than later. And I, I think – because you've got a lot of people involved. You know, this is not just a Titans deal. The Oracle situation, which is down further from us on the East Bank, you've heard a lot about their development. I think the city – and the, the folks in government here are probably going to have more to say about everything that's being collaborated upon coming up very soon. 
So nothing new right now, but there there is more to come, and I think it's going to happen, again, sooner rather than later. You want to do some defense questions? Go. All right. This one's from Zach. He says, with Shane Bowen taking over officially as the defensive coordinator, what changes can we expect to see from the defense? My worry is that they weren't very good last year, and he was calling the defense. What did he learn from that experience? Has his philosophy changed? First of all, I think they have better players. I think they're more talented. Agreed. Second, I think they're faster, which I think is a big deal. Third, I think they have added more talent depth-wise through the veterans and through the draft picks. So you've seen several defensive linemen in camp who have been on NFL rosters before, not just journeymen who are trying to, you know, get on a roster for the first time. These are guys who have played in NFL games and have been successful at times. So they did not go out and just get the typical street free agent to fill up camp rosters. They got guys who have made teams. They did the same thing at linebacker, in particular at inside linebacker, and then I think they've really upgraded the talent, obviously at outside linebacker as well. And then in the secondary, I mean, they spent draft capital and they spent money on Jack Rabbit. And, you know, then a, then a guy like Amani Hooker, who has elevated his game, and, and Christian Fulton, they spent draft capital on them in the past three years. So I, I think for Shane Bowen, I think being in charge is a big deal, and he's said as much. Everybody knows he's in charge now. And I have said on the OTP before, I, I have no idea what the perception was inside those rooms. I don't know that. But if there's ever any question, if it's ever a situation, Amy, where people are saying, well, is, you know, is this up in the air? That's all gone. That is all gone. He's the guy. He is the walk-around defensive coordinator. Ryan Crow is the outside linebackers coach now. Shane doesn't have to coach the OLBs anymore. So he does not have a position group, and he can be a walk-around defensive coordinator. I think they've cut out whatever mystery there was. I think they've brought clarity to everybody within the building. I think the players are better. And I think the experience Shane had gives him a little bit more to know how to handle that, which, you know, he didn't get that in the preseason last year, Amy, because there was no preseason. Right, right. And so then the Titans had some injuries, and they, they didn't have a Dory Jackson, and a couple of goofy things happened. And it was a series of unfortunate events. Yeah, it was. That. But what you saw the other night, I think, in Atlanta, is going to be much more reflective of how that defense is going to play. I don't know that they're going to hold the opposition. Outside of the quarterback running, I don't know that they're going to hold the opposition to less than 100 yards and three points. That would be great. But I, I do believe – that you're going to see the overall difference in the unit in terms of the consistency of the play. Well, you mentioned Jackrabbit, so I would like to get this question in. This is from TJ. Is the cornerback position opposite of Jackrabbit the only starting defensive battle right now, or has Caleb Farley locked that up? No, it's Christian Fulton. Caleb Farley, at this point, is working to kind of get a spot for himself in the rotation. I think we, we line up tomorrow against the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, you've seen Christian Fulton in every practice. I mean, he's a starter. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that 100%. And so now what happens when Caleb's ready to start? Does Jackrabbit go to the nickel? Does Caleb play the nickel? Does Christian play the nickel? Or 
do you know I, I, that good problem to have very good problem to have I agree I think it's a great problem to have I have one more question that I want to ask and I'm not really sure how to do this because this one is a surprise and so if his wife is listening we're about to blow the surprise I don't know if we whisper I'm not sure how to handle this so we'll just figure it out this is Scott from Chino California he says I'm trying to surprise my wife with a trip to Memphis and then to Nashville for a 25th wedding anniversary we're both huge Titans fans me since the Oilers days in 1980 wow we're planning on seeing Luke Combs on Saturday in Memphis and then going to Texans versus Titans on Sunday. I'm looking for restaurant recommendations. Thank you in advance for a longtime fan. So for starters, Scott, this is a really cool idea. Make sure your wife isn't listening. I don't know how to like give you a red alert, like hide this one from her podcast cube. I'll throw in Memphis. I mean, you got to get ribs. You have to get ribs. Oh my gosh. I'm a rendezvous guy. It's not the only good rib place. The other thing that's tremendously underrated in Memphis is there is a tremendous amount of outstanding Italian food. Interesting. There, I mean, there, it's out of this world. Okay. In Nashville. Oh, where do we even start? I guess it matters what you want. Yeah, I would, I would say let's stick to the downtownish region that is within some sort of a manageable distance from the stadium. Right? But you could go to East Nashville. I know. I mean, the opportunities are endless. There's the Rose Peppers. There's the pharmacy. There's, I mean, just on and on and on. And then you're down this way, and you could do the Southern. You can do Acme. You could do Martins. You could do Martins, which is always, I mean, golly, that's a winner. Uh, Rippy's has phenomenal ribs, if you like. I mean, it's a very underrated rib joint, in my opinion. And Acme has so many different I options. Acme, I yeah. know they've got it's, the bar food, but then they've got this like kind of secret sushi, and that's really good. Oh, and now you've given that secret away. Good. Well, I mean, the people are going to know, They're and I want to help them out. It's their anniversary. Yeah, the Southern is great if you, you want like a tw- fancy meal. But then you go to the Gulch. Oh, the Gulch. You could go to Kane. L.A. Jackson and get a beautiful view. Kane Prime. You go to Kane Prime. Oh, if you want to go fancy, fancy, you could go to Kane Prime and get the bacon with the cotton candy on top. Kane Prime is a fantastic steakhouse. But Kane we, Prime is but a we fantastic have the, the other steakhouse. thing we have, too, is we have several places that are smaller, quote-unquote, chains that have moved here that you – that you can't find in many other places in the country. I mean, there are so many good places to eat. Bakersfield is delicious. It's right now, across the street. what is Bakersfield? Okay, so they have, it's like upscale Mexican food, and they have margaritas that are just a dream. I love a good spicy margarita, but they have really good tacos and um, guacamole that's really good, so that's a great place. But if you're over, like, in the Gulch, you could go to San Anejo. That's Mexican, too. I'm clearly feeling a certain vibe right now. Oh, there's all kinds of... We have a of... lot of good Mexican food. Yeah. Rose peppers that I mentioned Rose earlier. Rose pepper is, is great. Really underrated, I think. Yeah, it's one of the best. Although, uh, But there's like Whiskey Kitchen. Whiskey Kitchen oh. is outstanding. And they got sweet potato fries. And if you're a whiskey bourbon drinker like myself, the uh, the menu's yeah, pretty... That's only before the OTP. Well, or during, depending uh, on how the show Or during how goes. the show's going. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for sending in your OTPQs. Keep sending those in at TennesseeTitans.com slash OTPQ. It helps us really focus in so for these podcasts. How many OTPs are we doing from Tampa? How many do you want to do? You want to do Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? 
All right. I love it. All right. Wednesday, so we'll Thursday, three, Friday. Three from Tampa brought to you by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Turn to the folks who've been in the game since 1947. Farm Bureau Health Plans offers the great health care coverage you need with a price tag you can afford. And by the way, thank you for all the nice comments on the OTP. We appreciate it. Yeah. Like and subscribe and review. What is it people say? Rate and review. We get $5 for every subscription. Gosh, I wish that were real. It's not? I'm not getting any money. You Should to, I maybe be getting a talk dollar? To your agent. Should <laughs> I be getting a dollar of your five or something? Like 50 uh, cents? No. I'd take it. No, no, no. Ugh. Oh, good stuff. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us. For A.B. Wells, I'm Mike Keith from Nissan Stadium, home of your Tennessee Titans. This is the OTP. Welcome to the big show where the legends go. Everybody knows it's our house. Fighting for Tennessee, making history. Greatness is meant to be ours now. Hey, we got Titan blood running through our veins.